Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to meeting of the events committee. This is meeting number three. Uh, item 31, apologies for absence. Any apologies, Carl? No. 32, declarations of interest. I am none, Chair. No. None to my knowledge. No. I have none, but I'll review. I'll be reminded if I have any to bring them up as the items come along. Number 33, minutes of the meeting 2 on the 10th of uh, September to approve and sign as a true record. Yeah, I move those, Chairman, again. Moved by Councillor Pennington, seconded by Councillor Judith Butchley. Full signature, Chair. Yes, please. Thirty-four. Opportunity for the public to speak. We've got no members of the public here. I'd like to move that we take item thirty-five and put it to thirty-eight B. Please. My reason for doing that is to explain what we intend to do on the VE celebration, which will have then ramification on the budget. So, uh, I now hand over to item 36 to Councillor Judith Critchley to receive a <coughs> working group <coughs> on the Christmas festival. Right, well everything is going to plan, touch wood. Um, we've, I had a, a final meeting yesterday with Ian Tordoff and Andrew Bowles from Cheshire West and Chester. Everything seems to be in order with the licences and road closures. We've, uh, Proton businesses have been very generous in providing sponsorship for the event. Um, we're getting quite a number of bookings in for the market stalls. Naomi um, Anstis is doing very well organising the uh, entrance in the parade, so all being well. Our biggest concern now is making sure we've got enough volunteers to help us on the Friday night to close off part of the car park at Brio and to marshal the parade on the Saturday. So the only other important thing is this Sunday afternoon I have a meeting with residents who live around the Brio Leisure Centre at two o'clock outside the medical centre and I'm hoping that I won't be the only councillor there. We so. could do with the Castle Park Ward councillor. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll be there. Brilliant. That's Thanks, fantastic. Um, I've done um, a letter drop to all the roads around there. Um, Alvinley Terrace, Martin Road, Princeway and Queensway. So the, all the residents do know that there's a meeting happening and we've, I did promise them a meeting. So. Hoping that everything, you know, cautiously optimistic at the moment that everything is going to go well. Ordered the staff yeah. vests. I might get to ask Neil if I can borrow one. <laughs> and Mally's given me a Christmas hat to wear at the parade. That's good. Can I raise one thing? Mm. The main route yeah. from, or the quickest route, from the Brio car park is to come through the railway tunnel. Yeah, to the Queen's Head. 
my worry is, has, has anybody done a safety assessment on that? Because at night it's dark, and um, there's well a big pothole at the bottom of the where the bridge comes through. My concern is if somebody falls and there are people pushing behind them. We are putting some tower lighting up in the car park. So we're hoping to make sure that it does sort of shine down that way a little bit as well. We're working with the landlord at Queen's Head as well because he's hosting a, an event, a post-parade event in his, where he usually has a bouncy castle. So um, I'll, I will talk to Ryan and just make sure that we're, we're okay on lighting for there. Uh, the best we could do is probably get another, well, we can certainly get the pothole filled in with, you know, gravel. It, it, it just is, it's a bit sleep, steep, and if it's cold, Yeah, I'm not really rainy. sure who's responsible for that, um, that little path. bit of the footpath, but... I don't know, because I don't think, it's probably British Rail, because it goes under their bridge. Quite possibly, but it is a footpath, I've Network Cheshire Rail. West. Network but Rail. Um, one of the things that we have managed to do is get the potholes on the Brio car park filled in. Only, again, only with sort of... Or maybe while yeah. they're at it, you're just never around the corner. Yeah. I think the one good thing about that is, is because of where the market and where things are happening, it will be better lit than normal. Um, and I want to make it uh, clear on record, Ryan from the Queen's Head and Alicia have been very, very helpful. Um, I know that it will bring extra clients to them, but they didn't need to do the things that they are no, doing, no, doing for us. Yeah. And so... Um, if we can, and it's like when it goes off to cash 22 as well, well, you've got that problem. Got so it is, it's, 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 it's just the main route down to the main street where the parade yeah. comes yeah. around, it's going to be down. Mm. Yeah, as I said, Which is a riot, well, going to love that. Judith and I said that, you know, it's going to be a thoroughfare because they have the um, fair on the bear's paw. Mm. So they'll be nipping through to the market and things are going on there till eight o'clock and then the after parade party so to speak and there is a very um well-known choir master who's going to lead the singing and seeing that one of his well two of his choirs are going to be in the parade i think it's going to be a very popular venue so you're right we need to just check that those thoroughfares can be made safe do yeah. the thing that we're doing on main street where the disabled parking bays are outside the Queen's Head and across the road from there, they're going to be suspended for parking from yeah. 5 o'clock onwards and they will be barriered off and reserved for people in wheelchairs, yeah. disabled people to have somewhere where they can see the parade. Oh yeah, because uh, a few years, last few years, people say not being able to... They can't get to the, get front, to the front, front of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the other thing, the reason why Councillor Judith Critchley has got a problem with volunteers is the university who we're indebted to send their volunteers and they've always come very very early and lasted all day but because now there is no need to block off the car park half of their job has been taken away so they're not coming till later so we are got a gap in the morning haven't you yeah that we could we, do we, with filling yeah, in we're, we're identifying this week we're sitting down and looking at how many volunteers we need for each segment of the day we don't need people who are going to be there all day so and I believe you've got. Tasks I believe you've got a better stage now. Yes, yes. Health in London have provided one of their trailers as a stage, and Hearst Joinery are making us a set of steps to get the children on and off safely. Well, that's fabulous. I mean, we are indebted to 
rotary, I know, usually, but with an inflatable stage at this time of the year, we're much better having... Uh, the rotary is still providing all the sound equipment for the stage. That's great. So, everything seems to be... I don't think we've forgotten anything. Oh. We'll have to suck it and see. Okay. Is it Sorry. Is it the 30th? Yeah. I'm just going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, it's always the last Saturday of November. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I so to agree actions to be taken, I think we've just agreed on those actions that should be taken and um, the town clerk will know there's nothing that she needs to do. Thank you. Oh, it's over to Councillor Judith Critchley again for the Halloween oh, event. Yes. Can I just mention a couple of thank yous? I want to thank Councillor Lord Frank Pennington for his uh, sponsorship that he did. For Councillor Donna Critchley and Councillor Judith Critchley on all the help that they give to Big B's Breakfast Club. Because we've been very good that Big B's Breakfast Club has raised <coughs> money. So the £1,000 we asked for the council, uh, Councillor Pennington, we only need to ask them for 500 Because through our endeavours of fundraising, we won't need to call upon the council. That was just the financial backing. Yeah. Councillor Critchley can now let you know how the event went on. Uh, it went very well. Um, we were fairly lucky with the weather. I think, I think we, it rained, did it? Um, everybody loved the fairground. Children had a fabulous time. Uh, we, <laughs> we were working on the basis that we got 120 children last year, so we thought it would be the same this year. But what we hadn't realised was that... The, the, well, the social club in Helsby... <laughs> decided not to host at their Halloween party this year. So oh, we so think we got a lot of children from Hellsby coming. But because ours was a free party, so it, uh, we did a bit, had to do a bit of uh, nifty footwork to get enough sweets. Silcox helped us out with that and a quick trip to Morrison's to make sure we had enough sweets and goodie bags for them all. Um, they all still got their free hot dog. The thing is that I'd like to mention as well to thank um, our PCSO, uh, Neil, and our neighbouring PCSO who came to support the event and had no complaints that was registered on the night of antisocial behaviour in Frodsham regarding Halloween. Um, and also, as Judith said, I'd like to thank Silcox because they got us out of a hole on some of, of the degree. Um, Jenny Penny Flowers came to do the judging and we had hundreds of kids in fancy dress. We had some great pumpkins and some great crafts. Um, this event, as Councillor Pennington knows, is going from strength to strength. Yeah. And I look forward and hope this time next year I can say that all council um, were in agreement to hold it. I know we had a couple of people that... Um, weren't as uh, supportive as they could have been but it was a great event there was no problems the ground was left in a, a good state and um, we've already provisionally booked for next year is that right yeah, yes i booked the hall for next year we had um, our team we cleaned the hall up in the kitchen it was all ship shape when we left and Councillor Poulton and I went back to the next morning and walked over the field to make sure that there was no problem. So 
I'd like to make also an official vote of thanks to um, Councillor Critchley's family, who without them we couldn't have run it, and to Mrs Jean Johnson, um, a past president of the Stroke Club, who helped us raise money on the night for the Christmas festival. So, um, all in all, a very good experience. So yes, we want to do it again next year. Can I, can I just step in here in the chair and, and say, I think it's right and proper for the, the goodwill of what Silcox has done for Frodham, never mind this event. Um, it's never been suggested before, but I'm proposing that we have a letter sent from this council to Silcox and making it a proper letter and thanking them for everything they've done. They've never questioned you. They've never done nothing untold. They'd give more than their share. And I think we should send an official letter from this council. All in favour? Agreed. Thank you, Councillor Pennington. Right, item number 38. It's the V-Day 2020 celebrations to consider actions to be taken. As you know, at full council, I asked um, whether this council wanted to celebrate this event, and I'm glad to say it was unanimous, and even Councillor Dawson said that some of his next budget could be spent on it. We're coming to a time when we've got to think about booking things because of the amount of people in Cheshire who will be celebrating this event. The reason why I've left this to come after, uh, before the budget is because I have tried in my best to cost this out. What I want to give to this committee now is a brief idea of what we'd like to do. This will run on Friday the 8th of May 2020, Saturday the 9th of May, and Sunday the 10th of May. It is my humble opinion that I'd like to give something to all age groups from this council to celebrate this marvellous occasion that we've been asked. One of the things I think that Councillor Judith Critchley raised, and I'd like to second it, is that the lighting of the beacon that will be done by the mayor should be done in a traditional manner instead of using the Bunsen burner that we've got and getting the fire brigade involved. Because let's face it, we've all seen it. You and I are mayors have lit it. It's not uh, very bright, Councillor Pennington. So I would like to propose... Um, that we do a, a risk assessment, that we ask the fire brigade to get involved, and we ask our mayor to light the beacon um, far on the hill. The same beacon? Uh, and, uh, but we mean, what we want we to mean the bonfire. Bonfire beacon. Proper one. Yeah. And the bottom, where would the bonfire be? On the memorial field. On the memorial field. This is um, to follow on the request by Her Majesty's pageant master that we light a beacon as part of her um, celebration. So that's the official thing we've got to do, right. and that's what the mayor will do. Right. So the, where, sorry, where will we get the 
stuff to light? We'll have a word with local businesses. I think that probably we'd want to involve the round table because they do the bonfire okay. on perfect suggestion. Bonfire night, but involve um, the fire brigade too, just in case. Yeah, it's uh, not as easy to get a fire engine up to. So this is my opinion of how the weekend should go. I'm not saying it's written in stone. I'm not saying I've got it right. But on going off what we did for St George's, these are the, a couple of things that we'd like to do. The first is the parade. And I'd like the parade to be led by our freemen. The British Legion, Councillor Lord Frank Pennington, and Father Michael. The parade will, uh, is a route we've got to decide on and we'd like anybody and everybody to take part in the parade. And it will uh, then come to an end at the community centre. At the community centre then we will have children's entertainment free of charge all afternoon. There'll be the entertainer that we have and the company are going to supply uh, a DJ. So that that will go on for the kids. Sorry, Molly, where's the parade going to start from? <laughs> but we've not sorted this yet because... Sorry. We know where it's going to. Yeah. We've got a problem, you see, Phil. You, we can't close two main roads no. in Frodsham. So if I, if we look, we've got to go through uh, Main Street. But then it's where it goes to, where it can finish, um, because of the we can't close Fluin Lane, can we, Frank? No. So we're going to the parade route. Just give us some time, and we'll we'll have that. But then the kids will go and have a great time and spend all their energy and enjoy themselves. And this is on the Friday. This is on the Friday. I have taken opinions on the Saturday night. And we'll be requesting that we open the drill hall and we'll be going to the cadets for a 1940s dance for what I call the middle age group. And then on Sunday, what I'd like to do is to give each of our four churches £500 to host an afternoon tea, not just for their congregation, but for the old people in their parishes and to be opened up. So we've done small, middle and top. And I think that we can be seen then um, to having uh, catered for everybody. We'd like a window dressing competition, 1940s style. Yeah. We'd like each of the pubs to host a celebration. There will be prizes for the pubs and the shops but in a way that has never been done before. We're not going to give them their money. We're going to give a charity of their choice, a local charity, the money. <coughs> so it comes to what Councillor Pennington likes, the money, how much it's going to cost us. Of course, we've just done um, asking our local uh, businesses and people to support us. And we'll be doing that again, because I think for that weekend, we'll be justified because we're bringing an awful lot of people into Frodsham. I did put out figures 
way back last year, when I was uh, way back in May when I was first elected, at around about 15,000. I've now got it down, and what I would be asking this council to do is to give £6,500 so that then we could try and match fund it as we've done with Christmas. So we need to add that to our budget of the things that we normally do. So that's my presentation of VE Day. I'd like it as, as grand as possible for what we can do to involve all communities and it is a bank holiday so we'll be hoping for fine weather and for big crowds. Well that's it, bank holiday, it's going to rain isn't it? <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Phil. When do we, when's the beacon day? The beacon is on the Friday night. Okay. Followed by the, the parade in the day. Yep. And then the beacon. The children and then the beacon at night. Okay. Is it worth... How do we put it out? Well, the fire brigade. There, will they have to get an engine up there? They can do this little tender the The gate where we walked up the disabled path, that mm. gate does open and they could get okay, all the a way ten, fire tender quite a long way up there. The other alternative oh. is asking Forest Hills if they would allow it on their grass area. Mm. You know. If oh, yeah. Frank, how have we done it in the past when we before we got these beacons? We. To be honest, what I was going to say, if you don't mind me saying, yep. Chair, is that um, I think as you go down the disabled footpath now on that piece of land there, yeah. would be a, a vocal point there. Yeah. Fantastic. But to put it on the memorial field, and this is what new councillors or anyone knows, is that you do know there's two pipelines with water in. Yeah, goes across the hydrant, yeah. And um, and other things further down. So I think the answer is yes, what Councillor Critchie said. On the left hand side as you go down, mm. this uh, there'll be no damage there whatsoever. Yeah. We we'd we'd need to talk to Forest Hills about it. Mm -hmm. I mean for for them it's a good business opportunity for them mm. at the hotel. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a massive massive beacon no. on fire. No. Um, and we only want it to burn for a short time. Yeah. So well, I think what we could do is we could take um, advice off the fire brigade, yeah. off, as you say, um, round table, and mm. include Forest Hills, and we could probably get together up there on site yeah. and work something out. Because basically, what we we don't want a lot of the public to go up there. Mm. We want them to enjoy viewing the beacon from mm. down here. Yeah, well, but this is why the fair will be going on. All the kids will be down at the disco enjoying their night. So mm. hopefully. Has anybody got any more suggestions? No, you covered a lot there. There's a terrible lot to go well, through. I think the biggest problem we have got is the parade route. Mm. You see, I had the parade route when I did the St George's Parade. We just went from the um, community centre to the church. Well, with this time, we've got to integrate Main Street. Mm. Yeah. Main Street and Church Street, haven't we? Yeah. We just, we just need to think about Councillor it. Councillor Critchley, could we go down, come out of here, Castle Park, go down Main Street, 
go up Church Street and turn into the medical centre. I think you'd struggle to get the... You need to know what the, the parade is going to be made of. Are we going to have lots of vehicles like we do for the Christmas one, or are you talking about a walking parade? Well, what I'd like to see is a bit of both. Well, well the, the old carnivals used to go... Which route was the old carnival route? The old carnival route was from the community centre, down Church Street, along Kingsway, and down Park Lane, that way. Down Melody. Sorry. Okay. Well, we can, we can we, discuss we the route. Yes. That is our main concern. Everything else you're quite happy with. Yes. I, I, do, I do think, because it's going to be a daytime parade, not nighttime, mm. it's going to be better weather. We might be better just going for a walking parade and just have a few vehicles as. Yes. If we need them. Yeah. A, a parade. Are you going to provide a vehicle for me? Yes. Uh, the, the, three, the three, the three uh, freemen will lead the parade and open the celebration as is your want uh, as freemen. Um, we've got to have some vehicles in the parade or else it won't yeah, be... It won't have a nice open top sort of construct, yeah. Um, so who do you want vehicles for? Sorry? Who do you want vehicles for apart from... It, it might be that companies want to dress vehicles to be part... It'll be like... It, we want it like a carnival because there's been so many people yeah. say they'd like to see Fortune Carnival back. That's right. So yeah, I agree with you. We want a mix. Yeah. Um, possibly not as I agree with you, not as heavy as we have for the Christmas festival. Yeah. That kind of nation. If we have one to start, one in the middle, and one at the end, it might work. Um, but I'm just thinking of the people who can't walk um, and the businesses who want to put vehicles in the parade. So we can we can discuss that nearer yeah. the time. Right. Yeah. Do you, does it have to terminate at the community centre? Well, that's where the fair and the kids and That's where the fair and all the yeah. children are and that. I know, I just wondered if, imagine, where the, but I was wondering whether it could terminate here, in Castle Park. Then you could come from, turn it around, come from Eddysbury Square, this way. I'm looking at Councillor Critchley because she's just done so yeah. much with... If, could, could we come? It could, it could end here, but you, you want to have the fairground up at the community centre. It's got to be there, it's booked there now. Okay. Sorry, just but no, but you see, the thing is, is you're right, Councillor Critchley. Does it? The kids can go from here to the community yeah. centre. Could we not utilise the car park here and put the fair on that? Yeah. Have a marquee out in front of the building for the kids' party. We've only got a bit of a problem with that. The last time that we, the last time we tried to do anything in Castle Park, as you know, you had problems with Christmas. I don't want this to have any hurdles to jump. Yeah, I'm not talking about having the fair on the grass, though. Having mm. the fair on hard standing in the car park. Yeah, no, it was the noise, Councillor Critchley. The residents didn't want anything yeah. in Castle well, Park. Wait a minute, Councillor, Councillor Dawson and Councillor Riley wants to put a big music festival on here with a big beer tent for children. That's so that's good. That you can't have it both ways. That that to, that to me. I mean, <laughs> I would I would prefer it to start here and terminate at the community centre. All right. That's all right. But that just causes the biggest yeah. problem. All right. I was just trying to think outside All of that. Right. No, I think it was a very good suggestion. The only thing is, it's getting the children back up to the community centre when they've come here. Does it the have the parents have parked? Yeah. Does it, have to, does it have to start from Castle Park? 
No, you can start anywhere you, you like if you can think of somewhere. Oh, it could, start, it could start The only thing is we've got to basically do Main Street and Church Street, haven't we? Mm. Obviously, they're going the other way, actually. Okay. What were you thinking, Dan? I was thinking from the leisure centre up Princeway, King, uh, Kingsway, onto the main road, up Red Lane, down Fluid Lane, into the community centre. I wasn't thinking to use yeah, that. Work. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. Easy. Because I remember the fact that you used to go in the traffic along the Kingsway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we're not closing Main Street, it's not a problem. Mm. I know you no, don't. because as Councillor Pennington said, the old, well, you'll remember because you're old enough, um, the old carnival yeah. was that way round, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Can you remember? If we're just using Church Street, Red Lane and Fluid Lane, it's not a problem. Well, I think that that's possibly a good idea. Mm. And then, you know, we'll have, we'll have uh, events on, yeah. on Main Street. I'm sure we can organise well, some of the shops and things. I suggest you could be here all night talking about and the good work the two of you are doing, carry on doing and let notify us later on or through the yeah. club. Can yeah. I, I just ask please that we have a working group, not just the Mally and Judith duo. I'd like to state, you know, the one thing that I'd like to state here and now there are people on this council, obviously, that don't like me and they don't like the way that I work. But you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for your constituents. You're doing it for the people of Frodsham. Councillor Critchley is right. We do need a hand. The pair of us are old buggers. And we do need some help. Um, I agree with Councillor Pennington in a way, though, because if you get too many sat round the table, you never get to a, a, a decision. No. Um, and I know that Councillor Critchley and I this week have had our cross paths, but... Yeah. We've come to everything right at but you, the night. You, you three with the cloud seem to work better on that desk over there. Okay, well what we'll do is, is we'll always come back and right. seek your advice right. and seek your uh, ideas. Right. Well, we've had one here from Councillor Donna Critchley, if she can help, by all means. A, a very good idea that she's I'll thrown in. The other thing is, is that when it goes back to council, if there's any other councillors that want to join us and have something to say, yeah. then that'll be great. Okay. Can I have your permission, Mr Chairman, just to drop back on uh, um, the Remembrance Day up on the, the memorial field? Can we make sure that, uh, like we do every year, and you know it happens, we want a box up there with sand because people with wooden crosses with poppies on. Well, I've got it. It's in hand. Is that in hand? Yes. Okay. In hand. That's fine. I've got the key as well. Yes. I've got the key. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, can I thank also our town clerk very speedily after Councillor Judith Critchley brought it to Council's attention of people lighting fireworks and leaving it in quite a state that now it has been cleaned. So thank you for your yeah. quick action on that. Yes. I can just say, I have now reported it to the police on 101, and I, as you would expect, they said there's nothing that they can do after the event, mm. but it is now in the police database, which will highlight it next year for some... And the lady who came yes. in this morning has also rung to say that she's also reported it. Oh, good, it. good. You see, we, we must get over this. Our PCSO says 
All right, you've reported it to him, but it must go on the main database or else otherwise we won't get the police we need to police our streets. Uh, and I do believe that counts, uh, that uh, PCSO Flanagan was attending an incident on Saltwork Fields while this incident was going on. Fireworks at cars and that. Yeah. I, we are blessed on this council yeah. that Councillor Judith Critchley, in her former life, did the legislation on fireworks. So we do know what we're doing and we do yeah. know what we're saying. Well, we're lucky that way. I quite agree, Chair. Um, so we now will go back to the budget, if we may. So, yeah, in front of you. I haven't got yeah, yeah. Right, so um, you'll see you've got the actual year to date. So the top bit is the amount of income that's come in. This is uh, apart from the Christmas market, which mm. is market, market stall holders paying their £55. The rest of that income is down to the donations that um, Councillor Critchley and Councillor Poulton have achieved from local residents. So there's been a total income there. This is for this year to date, bearing in mind we're not over. We've got mm. another few months to run. Uh, £4,385. Where it says current annual bid, we have nothing in the budget for that. So that's why, why we've got zeros in that column. So it's showing the variance in brackets. So basically it's got an income that we weren't expecting. Mm. Yes. Councillor Critchley. Uh, Judith Critchley, are your Christmas working group happy about this money coming into the council in this way? Yes, yeah. Um, it's, we wanted a single point for all the finances to be dealt with, so um, Town Clerk will be paying out bills for us along the way. That's great. Right. Right. Yeah. Seems to suit everybody. So because much that, how much is that, um, did you say, Clark? Well, so far. The income so far is 4385 we're expecting it to be um, 4,385. We're expecting quite a bit more to come in than that. Well, certainly we've got promises, so. Yeah, we're hoping. How much should we be getting? That's against the 6,000, is it? Yeah, that's further down the 6,000. Yeah. Well, can I say to you, Chairman, uh, and, and Councillor Judith Critchie, you're doing that, I will. Uh, Pass a cheque to you tomorrow for um, a donation of £50. Lovely, thank you. Thank you very much again, Councillor Pennington. If you, if you give it to the town clerk for us, that would be good. I certainly give it the clerk tomorrow morning. Thank you. I just like to put this on record as well. Uh, thanks. There are far too many to mention, but the amount of independent businesses at a time mm. where it's not easy have uh, dug in their pockets. And we've got some. We've had some great premier sponsors, but I am grateful for every little raffle prize and every little donation. I'm just surprised that some of the bigger companies, who could well afford to have supported us, have chosen not to. Frodge and Life have been very good, given us a very good deal on the centre page spread to advertise the event as well. Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. So, moving down, the total budget that you had for this year is £10,050. Mm. Uh, so far, you have spent only £1,764, so there's still £8,286 in the budget for this year. Yeah. Um, can, can I just point out as well that um, 
some of the expenditure for Christmas. Yeah, but all of that, all of that 1,401... Is for last Christmas. Is yeah. for last year. This is, this is um, a, a payment that was made for traffic management, but the previous clerk had disputed whether um, appropriate... Um, what do you call them? Resources. Attendees. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd, had, uh, I'd been there, um, but I, I saw no option but to pay the bill. What's it for traffic management yeah. or first aid? It was for traffic uh, management. Yeah, traffic management. I thought our dispute was over first aid. Yes, but that's correct. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so we, ha we haven't actually spent So you haven't actually spent any of your budget yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, and you'll notice there was no budget for Halloween because the accounts were set up before the agreement for Halloween was made. So I'm actually putting Halloween under sundries. So, so far for Halloween, the only charge was £77, which was a room higher. We have got some bills coming in some for bills that. To come in. We've got another £46 from oh, the... There's a room higher. That relates to last Halloween. Right, and then... Because the community centre forgot to put the right, invoice in. So that's here, and then there's another £77 up here, which I put in on rent, under rent. Oh, right. Oh, so, oh yeah, so yeah. maybe that's the old one then. Yeah. I think the only two bills that you've got to come in is one for £46 from the parish hall and one for £500 from the children's I can't school. remember how much um, the entertainer was. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're well within. Good. Well within, yes. Yeah. And again, I'd like to point out that we haven't spent the £1,000 that we asked for. No. Um, and then there was just one other thing I wanted to query, because this is the way that the accounts were originally set up. Festival of Walks is coming under events. I so the budget is setting at the moment under events. Yeah. Are you happy with that to remain there, or do you want it listed as a project for next year when we do the budgeting? Well, I don't like, I don't personally, yeah, I'd like, that's what I'd like to do. Well, it, but it is an event. But it is an event. Thing. That's so right. it's an event. event. Yes. It's organised by a working it's, yeah. group, so it's it can still sit here. I think it's, it's got to sit here, I think. For the budget, yeah. yes. Right. And as I think um, Liz was saying, this is a funny one because they don't spend all of their money in one financial year. Mm. It's split, you know, if... Uh, mm. yes. Yeah, but you can accrue that, can't you? Not in not our accounts. Not in the accounts for accounts. No, so I sorry. think we just we just keep it at that, and if they go yeah. over budget... I agree with Councillor Pennington, it should be a project on its own, but based here yeah. for budgeting purposes. Mm. And I just wanted to explain the sponsorship fund, which is the £209, that was for the barn dance at the community centre. That didn't happen. That didn't happen, um, so they were transferring that money to another event. Yeah. So that really is your account. So the annual bid for last year was ten thousand and fifty. Mm. Is there anything there that you feel you would need to up before we go on to the next for to the BE event? The thing is, what we've got to take into consideration is um, well, we're coming on to it. The New Year New Year's mm. Eve um, fireworks. Um, we haven't got anything else in the rest of this financial year that we need to fund, though. No, possibly. No, what have we got on for New Year's Eve 2,250? That's normally for the display and, and the glow sticks. The lights and the stick, and that will cover that. Mm. Mm. Oh, the question you asked about next year, 
I mean, the bit, the big daily difference really is going to be the EV. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I would like to ask council for is uh, £500 for. We had this problem a couple of years ago. We come up, we do the grants, and everything's fine. And then we'll get the odd special event popping up, and the council is asked, could we donate towards it? We've never donated more than £200 to something like that. But this is the sponsorship fund that got kicked out of the budget. Mm, yeah, well, I'd like to put it back in, please. Uh, and that's for next year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about for yeah. next year. Oh, for next year. Because we're going to have, be having the budgeting meeting in January, and this is the last... Well, I think we want to go, we want the £1,000 back in. I agree with Councillor so Critchley. £1,000 for sponsorship. Just gives us the thing, Councillor Pennington, so that if we so get the old... Yeah, and I think there'll be a lot of little uh, projects happening with the VE celebration yes. that we could fund. Exactly. So, so you need you, so you need that, you, you said before, I think it was six and a half K yeah. for the VE fund. Yeah. So that needs to be added to that so 10,000. Yeah, so 6,500 there, plus 500 for sponsorship. 1,000 for sponsorship. 1,000, yes. Mm. We want something in for Halloween. Yeah. Should we say 750 just to cover ourselves? I think that's spot on, Councillor Crouch, 750. So that would make a total bid of... Uh, 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 18,250. Yeah, and please take note that we haven't spent this year's budget. No. I think you also need to make a note that... Six and a half thousand to that is a one-off. Is a one-off one celebration for one year, because yeah. otherwise it looks like you just jumped yeah. in, yes. inflating your budget very right by a big amount. Yes, yeah, we need to put that rise in. Festival yes. of Walks. Yeah, I think we need the working group to look at their bid again because but we can't so. just rubber stamp twelve fifty every year for them. How much? One thousand two hundred and fifty for Festival of Walks. I mean, their main cost is printing, isn't it? That's the, the main thing. Well, that's thing. an awful lot of money yeah, but printing. <coughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying. We have a tremendous lot. Through you, Chair, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, um, you know, there's stuff left over. What, you can't, what we can't do, Frank, according to it, it's Local Government Act 1972, we can't carry money over in budget from one year to the next. Mm. The council, town council has to set a budget for every year. So mm. if you don't spend it effectively, it goes back into the coffers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what's concerning me, we're having stuff printed and it's not sold. That's oh no, we don't, sell, we don't sell anything for Festival of Walks. No, the, uh, the problem with leaflets is it's negligible amount to have. 500 printed as opposed to 100 or you know yeah. 1,000 leaflets, 500 leaflets. It's because well, the, the biggest cost is actually doing the artwork and everything. Well, what do you say? It is 1,000 and what? 1,250. I think what Councillor Judith was suggesting is that we go back to the. Correct me if I'm wrong, Councillor yeah. yeah. We go back to the festival and walks and say, could you cost this out and re. Um, submit right. your. See, in, uh, in previous years, they've bought the big um, signs that go out. They've bought true. their uh, high vis vests and things like that. Yeah. So if if their cost this year should be just printing, they shouldn't need to pay for anything else. They should have the other stuff. Yeah. They've got all the other stuff. Yeah. So let's ask them to come back with their 
their needs and necessities. Does that suit you, Councillor? Yeah, I'm still very disappointed that the majority of those walks were not in front of or in the close to front of Yeah, I think the the stats. I do take issue. The stats were skewed as well because they included in the Frodham only walks, the one, the weekly walks that are done from Castle Park. My biggest thing is is that Cheshire West and Chester do a festival of walks. So they list all the walks that's happening in Cheshire. So why do we have to have something that's an individual? Attending the meeting, it's something that's been going on, what I may be talking off the top of my head, 30 years. Yeah, it's, been going it's hugely popular in Frodsham and it is something that gives credence to the town council because it is seen as something yeah, that the town council will over, over, over this last 10 years, it, it's, uh, it's jumped from, from 6 now, it's jumped to 11, you know, these festival walks in somebody else's area, Wales and everywhere. You can't carry on like that. I, the, the, only thing that the only thing that I can say is, is that the ones that do happen in Frodsham, and I've been to three or four, are very well attended by people coming to Frodsham for the first time. So, as promoting Frodsham, mm. I'm all in favour of it. But they, they need to review their costs. Just to review their costs and come back to us. Right. I think, to be quite honest, I think Councillor Ashton does a marvellous job with them, and I think um, Liz does an amazing job, but what we've got to do is, is to make sure that... The, the, Liz's time is spent um, succinctly, I think I want to yeah. say. Um, but I know it's also um, something that Councillor Ashton takes very close, and I agree with that. So no, one, no one wants to damage nothing. No. No. But what I'm saying is it's got to be sensible what we're doing, because if you're not careful, costs are going up continually. Yeah, I think you're right, Councillor Pennington, because all for saying is, we're not saying, oh, oh you're spending, we're saying, review the situation and tell us what it's being spent on. Could we also, at the same time, ask them to review where the walks are? Because most, some of it sounds like, I've not, I've picked up that a lot of them were on the other areas. I, I think. But, but, but just alter the focus to, the Frodsham area, rather. Than no, there, used to be, there used to be six outside Frodsham, it is now, over this last ten years, eleven walks in, in mid-Wales. Now, what's I, that benefit in Frodsham? I don't think it is. I, I, think, it's good, I think it's good for Frodsham to advertise other walks other, in other areas, like like Chester was just do a big festival of walks, yes. taking in all the areas. Yeah. But I think last year we were looking at the and there was not one of them I could do because they were on a Wednesday morning or a Monday afternoon and I work. And I know that there's a, a, quite a large retired population of people coming into Frodsham. But I think there was 27 walks and then there's only nine in Frodsham. You see? That's what I'm saying. I went to the meeting yeah. and they are saying it down and they are looking at more walks in Frodsham. Oh. They're also looking at putting on a kind of BE day walk from yeah. Bunker to... Yes. Right. right. But I don't want, I don't want you to lose light. It, there is more walks now being produced outside the area beyond Frodsham and it's not, it's definitely not benefiting Frodsham. Well, well maybe if you'd like we should um, invite the chairman, councillor Caroline Ashton, to the next events meeting 
so that um, she can give us her opinion. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm. Okay. So, um, town meetings, we've not done one. Not one this year. Are we going to need one fairly soon for to cover things like um, the disabled pass going up to the war memorial and disposal? Because there's been no agreement on that, and that would rely on mm. sale of land. Yeah. Am I right in saying we only need one a year anyway? Yeah. Legally. You, you don't legally have to hold one at all. No. What you have to do is hold a annual parish no, meeting don't. and an annual meeting of council. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we, to comply, because of Councillor Reynolds' input, we held the last town meeting just like for half an hour or so before a council meeting mm. to meet the date deadline. Because there's a date deadline, isn't there? Yeah, it has to be done within a certain period of time. But we, we have, we've we have envisaged that we might need a town meeting in the summer to discuss other things mm. and do like our normal Saturday afternoon one. But yeah, because don't we normally on that one um, put the accounts that are to be seen? Yeah, the they're available, they're advertised as available as soon as they've been audited. Mm. Yeah. So we comply with, with all regulations. What you were doing is going that extra mile in holding that town meeting. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we, but we, if so we. So I leave, would leave it in. Leave just the two hundred in in case. Yes. Okay. So. Remember, Sunday looks okay. Christmas festival. We want to stay at the same mm. at six thousand. Yeah. VE day. We said how much? Six. Six and a half. Six and a half. Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve. We'll see how we go with this year's. Leave it at that for now. Sponsorship fund, we want to go up to a thousand. Halloween, seven fifty. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's fine. So that makes a total of 8,200. Committee, does that uh, yes. meet you with your requirements? Yeah. Yeah. I propose that we accept this, Chairman. Yeah. Second it. Yeah. Second it, Let's put that to, to full council. To Right, we come to item 39 and we've got a little bit of an update on this, so I'll let the clerk update us the New Year's Eve event. In the sense that, oh sorry, I, I, I've been told that the person who we had earmarked. Oh, fireworks. Yes. Fireworks, yeah. Yeah, the, the firm that you used last year for the fireworks uh, when I contacted them, um, they answered the phone with the same name but storage company. Uh, they're no longer doing fireworks or supplying fireworks. They've changed their business model to be storage. Yeah. So, um, right. <laughs> so I've contacted the company that are doing our laser light show for Christmas parade. Um, they also have a fireworks company. I've given them all the information and they're hoping to get back to me tomorrow, I think it is. I personally think that it's too late. You see, we can't go out to tender on it. We've got to make a decision straight away. So between the clerk and Councillor Critchley, Judith, um, we, as long as we don't go over the budget that we've got planned, uh, which is 2,250 for the fireworks and the glow sticks, I think we should go with it. I don't feel you've got an option. No, no. 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 So it's no. either that or, or no well, fireworks. people look forward to it, don't they? They do. Can I ask, wasn't there loads and loads and loads of glow sticks left over from last year? We checked. There's a box and a bit. 
Yeah, there weren't there weren't very many. I've got them upstairs. Oh, on okay. the yeah, Liz, Liz counted them up for me. Liz was doing some research on how much they cost. I have asked this company if they are able to supply them and you know at what cost. But we might have to do a a quick online order if we're going to do them. I think the kids look forward to. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I think we've got to revise the time. It's never exactly. it's well, never seven o'clock. It's always half past six. They come out, they go into church at six and it's a very short service and they're on church fields by 20 past. Um, so we just need somebody. Um, we need a couple of volunteers on church fields. On, on church fields, uh, giving the children the glow sticks and one to then have a Tell mobile phone so that they can ring the fireworks company and I'll be down at the bottom with the fireworks company. Wouldn't you be at home with Danny? Danny will be in kennels. Oh, right. Well, what we do, Phil, is we, you know, the Martians down behind Bear's Paw? Yeah. Our little piece of land, that's where the fireworks company are. It's where they fire oh, them right, from. Okay. And we don't allow any spectators down there. So no. we don't have any issues. Last Sorry. time we did them, we used to do them on Churchfield, and we had an incident where one or two fireworks went out the into way. the crowd instead of up. Yeah. And, no. um, I put my health and safety hat on and said, if we're doing it again like that, we've got to employ professionally trained stewards. We can't have volunteer counsellors. And the two years, the two years we've done it, it's been brilliant. I think the the pubs all benefit, town centre benefits. Runcorn benefited. They thought it was. Yeah, Runcorn thought it was marvellous. So um, <laughs> we all agreed on that. That yeah. whatever comes back, the town clerk and councillor. Judith Critchley can go ahead and organise it, or else otherwise we won't be having fireworks. Can I, can I add as well, Chair, can we have somebody to go down to Martlands and look at the, the place? It's in such a disgrace. I did say to you, uh, Councillor Judith Critchley, yeah. about it, and you said you would pop down if you had time. Yeah. Um, it's been neglected over the last three years. Uh, beautiful seat down there, everything. You can't see nothing. I think probably that's something, uh, Joe. If we can get Chris from Northwich Town Council to come out and we'd do a recce with him. Mm -hmm. I think it's is. out of events remit. It would have yeah. to go into amenities. Yeah. We could yeah. uh, recognise what Councillor Pennington has said and pass it through to the amenities okay. committee so that they could ask Northwich. It, I do totally agree with Councillor Pennington. It's been neglected since I've been on the council. Yeah, I think it's a serious, well, while I'm on the topic, I think it's a, a serious thing to look at in the future that uh, it's not doing us any good and it's not doing the ratepayers of Frodham any good. I, I would like to see it removed. There is uh, nothing there for us any future or anything. I think you'll agree with me as well, Councillor Pennington, it's pretty dangerous mm. down there exactly. because all the grasses have grown yeah. over that marsh mm. water, mm. water. The ditch um, yeah. and everything. We've got three pipelines going through the middle of it. We've all got this electric grids in copper it's laid on it and if you're going to start digging, putting trees in there, I think personally myself uh, if you want the evidence, I can fetch it to the office. I've got it out today, a matter of fact. Um, I think um, we should look to uh, getting shut a bit. I do indeed. Yeah, That's, that'll be up to Amenities Committee, but yes. I totally agree with what Councillor Pennington's saying. 
because it is a, a, a terrible, terrible at the minute. Terrible. This uh, ditch is in through there, it's, it's over 12 foot deep that goes under the motorway. So uh, it's all camouflaged with the reeds and everything that's grown. It's out of all proportion. So, uh, Town Clerk, can you pass on to the relevant committee, Councillor Pennington's concerns? Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's uh, item 40. Clark's items. I've just got two. Uh, the World War One lectern with the missing names is being installed tomorrow morning. That'll be 11th hour. Uh, so, yes, finally sorted that out and where it's going. Uh, Judith and, and I went up there to have a look. Uh, I can't remember. Is this oh, last week? No, um, so that's, that's sort of going to be in order. Uh, as long as they're digging into soft ground, but then you mentioned they, they could be going into rock. So yeah. we shall see. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, which I have mentioned to the councillors involved, and this is just my response here. Um, I had a complaint from a resident who was wanting to know, so that's the bottom bit you're looking at now, um, wanting to ask why uh, the event, which was a Halloween event, was advertised as Fodgham Town Council when only three councillors were involved. Uh, and also raising a concern about the clerk favouring the advertising of a small number of councillors on, on their behalf. Uh, the complainant was concerned about equality and diversity um, and asked for an explanation and a candid and transparent response. I responded to say the Halloween event was organised by the events committee with a budget of £1,000 agreed by full council. Councillors on the committee are Councillors Critchley, Lord Pennington, Poulton and Critchley. The councillors jointly organised the event which was attended by 260 children. Councillors are encouraged to provide information about their activities in the councillors corner of the website to inform residents. If information is not provided by councillors, it can't be included on that section of the website. And I left it at that. I think that's a, a good enough yeah. explanation. It was a town council event. It was well attended. Can I ask what the issue is about diversity? Equality and diversity, please. Where men and women, gay and straight. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I've had, I've had this in work today. So, right. but, um, on record, I'm not happy with that. I'm very angry with that. Yeah. I mean, if we... I would want it addressed, to be quite honest. We are the most diverse council in Cheshire, West and Chester. Um, and um, the person whose complaint knows that fully well. I think this is a personal um, dig. And I am grateful that the um, clerk has answered it in the way. But I would reiterate what Councillor Critchley has just said. I am not happy at the front the way it's been worded. I'm, 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 thank you, Joe, for the way you have responded to it, but I am shocked, disgusted and angry at that. But you know why, don't you? That's not the point, yeah. though, is it? It's a, it's a personal dig. It's a personal dig. Also, in the year that the mayor is uh, comes under the rainbow brolly, um, the, I mean, obviously he wasn't, he wasn't involved at all, but to actually say that equality and diversity, I'm shocked and angered. Well, we, we couldn't involve the mayor because he voted against the funding for it. So. I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I just... just no. So what do you mean by this? So we'll, we'll, we'll take that to note. <coughs> we'll take that to note. And um, I think it's time that we 
close the meeting. Thank you very much for agreeing to meet <coughs> next time in an afternoon. And is it the 14th of January? It will be the 14th of January. Uh, January. At the same Probably. time. And may I wish Councillor Judith Critchley every success with the Christmas Festival yeah. on behalf of the Council. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Likewise. Oh.